does feel a little bit more natural, more, like, more early Tuesday night sound uh, than uh, what we went with last week, which was, I believe, Tommy James. I mean, you pulled my pants down at the mall yeah. last week. I, I know. know what was going on. I was holding my cafeteria tray and everything, nowhere to put it down. I just had to take it. I hope Crimson and Clover is on tonight's playlist, but we'll, uh, at some point. On this week's episode of The Nat Shift, he's Kevin Ricker. I think we can get the Nats to adopt the Alex Ovechkin theory that we will not be suck this year. It's uh, certainly certainly worked out for the good guys on ice. I thought um, hockey players had no impact whatsoever on baseball players. Uh, if the, if all that positivity didn't, then I don't know why we'd have all these guys in the DL. You know, we can do this all year, every day, and and twice on Thursday. That's a lot of movie, but I think that I think that the Nats are going to have to contribute. Uh, to the positive energy themselves before they can make that playoff withdrawal. So they're going to have to do, do some work this summer. I think the immaculate inning, immaculate inning by Max Scherzer was a moment. I think him first to home. I, would, I think from now on I'm just going to call it first to home um, in the 14th. First to home in the 14th. I think that was a moment. Um, I think we got some more moments that we can bank. Um, I'm Ken Marangolo, head banker of the net shift. Right. Play, playing banker. I mean, I give, like when you pass go, I'm, I give you the two hundred dollars. When you buy a deed, I put the money. You got in the, the bank. house money. You're in charge of the playlist. I, you know, I, I, I'm still. I still don't really know what happened, but I was with it. Now we're back to normal, and yeah. it's like it never happened. Uh, we are banking on Strasburg's health, hopefully. And that's a, uh, now that's a lot to bank on. And Kinsler, because I as love, well. I love me some Strasburg. We all do, but I don't know another man who who, who gets injured more often. I mean. So he so uh, the um, let's assume there's two two possible scenarios or t- a good one and a bad one right a good one where that he gets through this and he's fine a bad one would be um, it's, a, it's a lingering thing that he can't shake and it impacts him in the postseason for just a moment I'm not going to assume the the worst case scenario um, because it, 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 unless and until they say there's structural damage or some kind of injury that he's uh, that's going to require something more than just rest. Rest is something we probably can give them. Now, we don't have the same kind of dominance in the NL East that we did last season. Teams that have that level of dominance in the division can put a starting pitcher on the 10-day whenever they want because it doesn't mean anything. He just sits in the dugout and hangs out. Um, I, I know that's not really what this is, um, but I think they can afford to give this guy a couple starts off this summer, July and August. I think he needs it, and he's proven that. I mean, that's fair, but... Rest is the Nats version of, of Tussin. I mean, people get scared you know, when they see him. You and I, deal. you and I, sprained our ankle when we were little, rubbed some Tussin on it, banged our head, put some Tussin on it, sore throat Tussin. They just say rest, and and, and, and that spin has been spun our way for all these injuries, except uh, for one. And I, which one would that be? Adam Eaton came out, came that's, off that's, the that's mat. True. But that's I mean, it, you know, so I do agree with you for the most part. Um, what, what can't you hear? You can't hear me. I, I, yeah, I'm you can't hear me. Or you myself, can't hear you? more more likely, but. Uh, my point is, is the Nat spin is always going to be the Nat spin. Well, rest, you know, the, the DL trip, and it provides rest. And we can go with that, and I, and I think it is. It's shoulder inflammation. I'm just worried about the next this, that, and the other. You know, I just, yep. I just want Strasburg to get to the point where he's free and clear and pitching a full season, 200 inning, full season, 
and, and, and never hit, makes a trip to the DL. Like Max Scherzer last year did not want to go in the DL, did not need to go in the DL, shouldn't have gone in the DL, and it was smart to put him on the DL. I get that. That's just a move you do for a guy like that. you got to soothe the beast every now and then. I'd like, I'd like my Strasburg to be a little more beastly. And yeah. I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that I don't that I think he's soft. I do not. I do not. I think we've got to work on his off-season uh, weight training regimen and fo- focus on something. and Maybe some hot yoga. Whatever makes him more flexible. So, something. Yeah, but... You know what I'm saying it's here. Possible I'm, I'm not being he's, judgmental it's about It's always his. possible a player is prone to, you know, who's going to be above average. So there's an average amount of DL games a player is going to face in an MLB career. Let's, we, can, we can agree that Strasburg is trending on the, on the wrong side of that spectrum. But it is a spectrum. Um, I, I feel like, and I'm pulling it up here, that he has he's pitched more innings the last, you know, pitched more innings last year. Maybe it's just one year. Um, Last year was great. Yeah, and he hit, and he played well in the postseason, which he has when he's played in the Pitched postseason. His ass off. Yeah, when, he, when he's there. Um, so I feel like again until they say you're screwed, Strasburg's done, and then you're wearing a huge. Con- I mean, all the problem, all the bad problems are like terrible problems. So I'm not even going to think about those right now. Well, you know, Kinsler. Yeah, hit the forearm. Put some tussing on it. That's <laughs> good. But now I'm being told rest. It's happened to him before. Yeah. And he knows how to deal with it. Rest. I'm just done believing all this stuff. So the problem is, is you're guessing on the Eatons versus the Kinslers and everything in between the Strasburgs. And it's impossible for us to ever truly know with this, with this medical team and this, uh, the way they handle things. And that's fine. But, you know, when Daniel Murphy comes back tonight, welcome back, opening day, Daniel Murphy. Yep. That microfracture surgery is no joke. He's going to be limping around for a little bit, and that's why he's back in an AL park. And I think, Ken, I think like 14 or 15 of our next 20 or so games are American League opponents. Not all yes. of them, obviously, in American League ballparks, but you got to imagine half of those. So I like the timing of bringing him back, getting him some swings, getting him some, getting him some major league playing experience back and getting him started up again. I mean, if we had Howie, maybe he's not, there's not the same pressure. I'm, it's not that I don't like Defoe, but... Um, those those are at bats. Also, we know that they're going to give him strikes because they're you know they're going to find that hole uh, in the lineup where a guy uh, hasn't seen any pitches all year. Um, so that the final answer for Strasburg is in t- 2017, 175 innings. He did pitch 215. He pitched 160, 183, and 215 consecutive seasons: 12, 13, 14. And 127, 147 last year, a buck 75. He's already at 80, so he's halfway. He's halfway to a number we would, we would be, you know, at or above his average. I um, need my Strasburg at 200 innings. I mean, that, that's that's what no. I like too. And, and and I don't think that's asking the world. It's not. I mean, that well, you expect it. That's his position. His from position. From God, it's not from him personally. This yeah, is yeah. not an attack on Strasburg. No, no. Uh, he's a finely tuned machine. The guy effortlessly throws a fastball at 97 miles an hour. I get that. God, he just, the luck of it all and the, the stretch on particular parts of his body that I guess he can't make up for. I mean, that shoulder, that's a big, huge deal, like you said. Yep. Let's ignore the possibilities. Yeah. Let's hope for another little 10 day uh, vacation in June to get him up and humming again. A little reset, I've been hearing. A reset. Yeah. Uh, and. He still very well could get close to 200 innings if he's only gone for a couple of starts. Um, the week that was, the last time we talked was Tuesday, June 5th. We were 
thankfully, uh, when, we were, when, we, when we were talking, we were on the way to a win that wasn't going to count until this week's Nat Shift uh, record. Three and two, was that right? Three and two. It's a short amount of work, I guess. Yeah, we put a little clobber on the Rays and then... Lost a series, though. Tough series at home to lose and didn't, ha- didn't see Madison. I mean, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, didn't they like, saw I, Sir, I didn't Sir. love that, and our bats were just... Our bats were dead for that series, and uh, hey, Scherzer deserves a little more than you know, no runs, and you know, I, I thought he pitched good in his second loss of the season. I had no problem with him. Uh, I think the highlight of the week for me, Ken, yep. our guy, Michael A. Taylor, five games, one strikeout. First That's huge. Jumped off the page, six for fourteen, three RBIs, three runs, one walk, and one strikeout. I mean, with a couple stolen bases to throw in the mix. That's a huge week for him. And I I would have to go back and check the tapes from last year's Nat scraps, but I feel like he he turned it on at a part of the season when all of a sudden there were we had some guys. Like I'm not saying it's just coincidental that he's all of a sudden doing better because Adam Eaton's there and Juan Soda is all Juan Soto's also there and he knows I mean and everyone knows that the organization is gonna maybe have to make a call somewhere along the way. Yeah. So he is showing up at the right time. His his thing, you know, Things are going well for him right when he needs it to, for sure. Um, Throwing his hat into the ring of fire, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you. It was exactly what happened last year. And and if those are our even without Robles, uh, those are four awesome outfielders you can switch up. So if Eaton and Harper are are fully healthy and you just split time between Soto and Taylor, you probably figure out a way to do it so it helps the team best. Sure, I'm bringing Goodwin along. He's sitting right there. Yep. Goodwin, Robles, who knows what that's going to come to, but we have plenty of time with him, I think. Are we worried about Zimmerman yet? I'm not worried about Zimmerman. I'm not worried about Zimmerman. I'm not. All right, I just won't be. Matt Adams is like in the mix for the All-Star game. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's not, you know, I guess if they are voting in today, he wouldn't make it, but um, he's up there. He's almost yeah. top ten. He only uh, had two getter. starts this week, came off the bench a couple times and had a four-for-nine week, four RBIs, and, uh, you know, he's just been so productive for what we've asked of him, for what we're paying yeah. him for. We're getting full production plus 50%. I love it. I mean, th- those are the guys we were counting on to be uh, coming off the bench for us, and right. they had to come off the bench and stay off the bench and they're, and they're because they're producers. Like, that's to me, that's what people sleep on on the Nationals. They're so... Legit as an organization that their their depth is quality depth. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of teams in the major, you know, in, at the major league level who manage game to game, night to night. Uh, want to do right by some players. Want to put a halfway decent. Uh, they're doing commercials for the other teams coming through town to sell tickets. Um, the Nationals are signing guys who could start another other squads to come off the bench. That's, and guys that's that can great. go and go elsewhere and have a larger role are sign, signing on here for lesser roles. In the hopes of the uh, the greater good, which is that ring around the finger, and uh, Matt Adams, that lefty bat, late in innings, professional hitter, the guy that walks up there and gets it done, that's a huge, huge plus. I mean, we've been nothing against Adrian Sanchez, but in the comparison to Matt Adams, he's had to fill into that role, and I cannot recall. And it happened once this week. He got it, came off the bench for a base hit. I think he's about one for 15 coming off late innings, because it's tough. Yeah. It's tough for it's tough for a vet. It's tough for a, a veteran minor league guy that jumps up. It's tough for anyone to sit there. He's got the ability, he's got the moxie for it, the professionalism, the patience, to sit there all night long, step in and, get, and win a game with one swing of the bat. Who had the worst week? 
It wasn't really close. Uh, our guy, Pedro Severino. Severino. Sevi went uh, a, a non-smooth 0 for 12 this week, brother. A uh, couple walks, couple strikeouts, no runs, no RBIs. Tough to get RBIs when you're 0 for 12. Uh, yeah, we're going to need a little more out of him, but, you know, not to say this was not to be expected, but, uh, you know, this is a time when all of a sudden you look a down the division at the bottom of the standings and see a guy putting up numbers down there that would rival all of our top numbers on this team and making the cost of a possible JT Real Muto situation increase by the day. The yeah. lack of production that we got going on here versus this guy's batting average and his ability to sustain while seeing not many pitchers down there in that disheveled lineup. The guy's been a super stud down there and I just brought the name up again because I noticed that we had checked in last week. Checked in on the situation. Well, so the ante has been raised. So what, what do you want to see happen? I don't know. I can't say I want... I can't say that I want all of a sudden push a few more chips in that we were unwilling to do two months ago just because of what's happened here and hit the panic button. I do think it depends on Weeder's availability and that, that progress. Uh, I mean, he's not done. Now they're saying there's a chance that he comes back. They'll play one of the most demanding positions on that yeah, part of the body. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I don't think that's the answer either. I don't think what we have is the answer. I just think that the Real Muto situation, all of a sudden after just dealing everyone away, Miami's taking a hard-line stance on this guy. And what I understand that they've possibly increased and held fast to what they asked for at the very beginning, which I got I to gotta imagine includes a, a name. That begins with a row, lays, yeah. and a so-to. Are guys that are in the mix for that. I'm, I will be heartbroken uh, if we deal with Juan Soto, and I'm the, always the first to understand that that's the way the world works. Uh, but he's no longer a prospect. To me, he's a rookie of the yeah. year. So his value is... His, Agreed. That value has skyrocketed that, as well. That's right. So I agree with that. Uh, Robles remains a prospect, uh, somewhat unproven for the most part, I guess would be the minimal way to say it. Oh, God, it would hurt to have to play against them for the next five years. Six yeah. Years. Um, I, so, and, and I'm, I, again, I hate, I, I, first of all, no one's trading for Daniel Murphy when they're, when those can, can stay in a batter's box. Um, and I don't think trading him to an NL team is uh, going to be the answer when, if and when he's Daniel traded. Murphy's finishing this year as a Washington. I, I would hope so. I would uh, hope so. And I, I'm, and I'm not certain that we wouldn't bring him back for a couple more years after that. Uh, I, if he comes back, I mean, this surgery you come back from. I mean, you, you either do yeah. or you don't. So if he does, he will. Yeah. If he doesn't, it's, he's not worth anything to anybody. So it might as well be worth something to us. I mean, he's he's only, with this type of surgery, it's usually forever. And he's only, what, eight months out, you know? I mean, I think where he is right now is remarkable, similar to Eaton. He's got to be able to play defense. I know. Uh, but that's just going to be a matter of experience and keeping him in the line of taking him out, a little rest and a little more, uh, a little more, fast-paced experience that he's not getting down at the double-A. We have, like, the most first baseman that we would, like, More possible. Like, more, the most yeah. possible first baseman. Yeah. Like, hey, well, the answer, obviously, is you play Dana Murphy at first. And then you're like, oh, you have to play Ryan Zimmerman first. Also, pretty much where Mark can, Reynolds and Matt Adams can play. Can, can Weeders play a little first? Let's not the conversation. Let's, let's just put Weeders on first. Rest those knees. I mean, put them on God. First. Yes, we what have... first become, like, the friggin'... Trash can. I mean, come on. Uh, that's on. Uh, so we're we're watching the Yankees Nats game, and they're not playing sound defense. And it doesn't look like. And you know what? Uh, it's not Murphy's fault. But it no, was in an area that a second baseman could have maybe got to, gotten to. 
uh, if he's fully healthy. We're watching the replay now. This is the thing. So, like, he's got to be, be able to play defense, obviously. I think he probably catches that that's, ball. That's Trey Turner in the shift. That's Trey You're Turner. Right. You're right. Oh, I yeah. can't, the microphone was in my way, so yeah. I couldn't see the number. That was Trey Turner. Gave up on that a little too quickly. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. I, I, he gave up on it so quickly, it looked like an injured Dana Murphy. Um, all right, so uh, we, we got some best and worst. Uh, the schedule, as Kevin uh, laid out, is uh, very AL heavy, AL East heavy. We finish up with the Yankees tomorrow night um, on ESPN. And, of course, when the Nationals play on ESPN, national television, you know Eric Fetty is going get to get the hill. Um, going Fetty to, knew it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Eric Fetty. It's Sonny Gray. The Yankees fans hate Sonny Gray, but whatever. Screw you guys. You have, uh, they complain about everything. Uh, he's a 4-4. Four and four. I thought the Nats should, should have traded for Sonny Gray last year. Um, it, it didn't go down that way. Uh, we go to Toronto for a three-game weekend set, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, in which the Toronto Blue Jays will see Gio, Max, and Tanner. So that I feel good about that series. You know what? We talked about series, like the San Francisco series. The thing that's so weird to me is the two losses were Strasburg and Scherzer. No. So you lose a series, and those are the games you lose. I mean, I, I, I'll take it, I guess. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, that's a hell of a way to go down to a team, any team. Uh, if we're throwing Max and Steven, I'm not thinking we're going to take two L's. I just, the, the one at-bat that encapsulated the series for me was Strickland Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all wanted this. There's a collective groan. Uh, you know, it's not like I just want, I don't want to see a, him hit a line drive off his kneecap or anything. Not that I don't, but I, I didn't want to expect a home run. I wanted a competitive at bat, though, not a mm-hmm. little. But that's kind of what it was. It's hey, it's, yeah. it's June. Those guys, I think those guys are going to be around, Ken. You know, they've been a thorn in our side in the past, and they're just about 500, I think, with a badass back off the DL, inning eating lefty monster who can swing the bat well. Well, it's a even year, right? Don't they always win the World Series on even years? Well, they missed out on 16, which thank okay. God. So yep. yeah, they went 10, 12, and 14 on us. Um, and then, uh, injuries and Pablo Sandoval, the trade, and then ate himself out of contention in Boston. Hurt their chemistry a little bit. So, But, yeah, they, if they skip one and go three in a row here now, you just don't like watching Hunter Pence throw the baseball. No, I, and I hate hating Hunter Pence. Me too. He's a stud. I got to hate him, but I hate hating him. I don't, I don't enjoy like, it in he, any he, way. He's super athletic in his own awkward way. But watching him throw a baseball, I feel like I'm like – I feel like I'm getting dizzy. Yeah. yeah. Everything about him is, is very... Uh, herky, jerky. It's very herky. Yeah. And Merlin. And, but, but other stuff, too. Let me feel free to throw in Merlin. What's Merlin? Uh, Merlin Hanks. I was just, didn't he have the, uh, oh, the Mer- neck? Merton Hanks. Merton I thought Hanks. you were talking about yeah. the wizard. Oh, the no. actual wizard, Merlin. But, yeah, Merton Hanks with the long, loose neck. Yeah. Uh, I Like, so... I don't know. He's just super athletic. And I always think whenever I hate on baseball players, I'm always like, would I want to be that guy? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be that guy. But, I mean, I got to hate I gotta hate on him um, just because uh, decorum dictates. We, we do uh, come home for a awesome, in my opinion, not in any cornerstone or keystone of the season by any stretch, not hanging it on this, this home stretch, but... Uh, we get to finish a game against the Yankees that were tied in the sixth, 3-3. Gio, uh, uh, gave, you know, Gio gave us 111 pitches in five innings, which seems like to be his thing lately. Um, and then we got another uh, game against those guys. Yep. So before hosting the Baltimore Orioles, 
And we, we, we don't need to talk about the Baltimore Orioles uh, this week. When we come back next Tuesday, we'll be starting the series. Going to have a little Baltimore uh, DC talk. Um, and then we have a weekend set uh, with the Phillies. And again, ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, Nats Phillies. Stop it. So Scherzer pitches Thursday, he's out. Roark pitches Friday, he's out. Geo pitches Wednesday, he's out. I mean, I, they might, we might be calling someone up from Double A. I to mean, pitch does that the night. world get to see Fetty just have at it? Like that's. Let's watch Fetty's, uh, yeah. People are getting the wrong idea, I think, somehow, some way. Um, I really love this Fetty guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I heard Fetty's pitching. Get the <laughs> get the truck, get the team, we're going to D.C. Yeah, there's not the lineups. Well, the Yankees lineup's not the one you want to see. Fetty. No. no. Earned, earned his keep against. Maybe that can be a good offensive night uh, for, for the Nets, and we'll, we'll talk about that uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, no punting on fourth down. We're going for it. Yeah, tonight. without a doubt. Um we're gonna, yeah, exactly. There is no kicker on that team. We're not even dressing a kicker that night. Sorry, Roy. Uh, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I'm gonna pencil that in as a winning series. We got we ha- not just because I have a bet with a New York Yankees fan. We got it. We got to split. I think splitting with the Yankees to me would be uh, a win. Splitting with the Yankees would be a, a huge win because they're they're a really good team. That's a good measurement. Uh, for who we are, yeah. Mike Taylor can play some defense. Yeah, you know who plays some defense is our center fielder. Mm-hmm. Good God, Mikey likes it, and I'm glad he got up from that. He had a little wins. So the, I was, I was oh, yeah. just thinking, like, do we just average one injury per every three days at this point? Well, someone's getting, someone's definitely getting injured. Uh, what a hell of a catch at Yankee Stadium. That's old school. That's a, that's a tip to some of the greatest center fielders that have ever played the game. I watched, it, I watched it happen over your shoulder while you were talking, and I made sure not to make any reaction whatsoever, so, so as not to distract you. God, we got to get the game next. Next week, the game's going to be on directly in front of us, uh, so there won't be any stretching and uh, calisthenics. All right, uh, Kevin. Until next Tuesday. Uh, you know, another positive week. Uh, more wins than losses. We're going to see Scherzer only once in that week. Yeah, this is just two weeks. This yep. is one win, one loss. Yep. And uh, let, just be honest, in eight innings, he had 13 strikeouts. I know. And, and zero walks. So, uh, you know, all in all, it was a pretty good week. Played well enough to win. His 10-2 yeah. and two with, you know, a sub-2 ERA or right at 2 ERA is pretty pretty legit. Yeah, he's, he's a complete badass, and I love that he wears the red, white, and blue with the yep. stars and bars and plays with the Nats. I think uh, what he's doing right now, it's uh, LeBron-esque in the postseason, the little run he's on. So he had a little hiccup here. I am certain when he comes back to hurl again, there will be, uh, there will be some serious intensity brought out to that mound. And, and you don't lose back-to-back when your name is Max Scherzer. Nope. He's going to uh, be over the border in Canada, uh, hopefully uh, against a guy named Estrada. It's going to be a, just a total immigration situation. The, the German-selling guy who's not German against Estrada, who I have no idea who that guy is, but he's, th- he's three and six, and he should get shelled. Um, 407 start, everybody. Saturday, you have all night long to party after the Toronto Blue Jays go down to the Washington Nationals. Hey, uh, while we're at it, we might as well say it, brother. It was a, a lovely parade day in town, mm-hmm. a championship. I mean, no one parties like our champs. I think we can say that. And uh, 
I hope what you're saying is correct, but what I'm saying is yes, the excitement rubs off on this team. That is awesome to watch. I want to see Max Scherzer down at Georgetown swimming around in the fountain. I think he's very capable of pulling something like that off on the field and off. So congratulations to the Washington Capitals. Thanks for giving us an incredible spring and bringing us a championship. Uh, Nats, that door is open. Let's squeeze our asses on through it. It's about time. Contribute to the positive energy, Nationals. They got to, they got to, they got to put in. They got to fill that piggy bank up. They got to, They have to start. You know, and, and, and in New York, to me, some it's a great opportunity. So let's get let's get at least one, if not if, if not a, a two game sweep in a Big Apple. Um, I don't know. I'll be excited to come back uh, next week and talk about uh, a series against the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, that's always fun. Until then, he's Kevin Ricca. Hey, uh, like I said, congrats to the Caps. Let's go, Nats. Let's take care of this AL East situation. We are, the NL East is 16-12 and 12 versus the AL East going into tonight. I'm keeping tabs yeah, on that. Any Got other shout-outs? Got a couple things going on. and uh, John Tier, appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, hell of a party this good, weekend, good Ken seeing you. Thank Hell of you so a party. Much. Always you. a good time at the Backyard Brawl. Missed, uh, we missed some uh, Ricka brothers who uh, probably are more Orioles fans than Nats fans. Don't do a lot of Nats shift listening, but that's okay. And uh, in, in Miss ULT, missed, we, we missed, if you're listening, we missed you uh, this, this weekend. You certainly belong here. And Joe Murphy, for that matter. Yeah, Joe. I was wondering about that. the hell were you? Where the hell were you? All right, well, you know what? I know where I'll be and where Kevin will be on next Tuesday evening. We'll be right here in First Amendment Sports Podcast Basement Studios doing another episode of The Nat Shift.